everyone, and welcome to Wet Hot American Moon Juice, a NaNoWriMo podcast. May I say the best NaNoWriMo podcast mm-hmm. out there on the market today and all days. I am your first liest host, Wham Aaron. I am your second to liest host, Wham Tracy. And I am your lastest host, Wham Morgan. <laughs> this is what it's like to record Thanks for the Lyrics with us. It really like, is. No I joke, it. I just like went into Thanks for the Lyrics mode and then I was like, this is the wrong show. <laughs> but yeah. that's okay. That's great. So we're recording this on November 16th. It is not going to release until November 25th. So by the time oh, you wow. all hear this, everything we've said is going to be obsolete. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize we were recording so I know early. all this because I was jotting all of this down when I was like, well, this is how many words I have. This is how many words I should have. This is mm-hmm. how many words mm-hmm. I need to write per day in order to finish on time. Right. How much time do we have between recording and release? Oh, like almost 10 full days. Cool, cool, cool. That's a lot. That's yeah. wild. It's because we're recording early in the week. We are recording very early in the week, mm-hmm. and that is Okay. So we have just barely passed the halfway point. And yes. if you were a good NaNoWriMoer, you would have 25,000 words, a little bit more than 25,000 words in your manuscript, because that is what halfway looks like. Hey, hey, everyone, everyone here, <laughs> raise your hand if you have that many words. Uh-huh. I have great uh, news. I I did it in a day. Did, I just, did I'm you? kidding. Okay, yeah. I, <laughs> I was, was like, like, I don't I was listening to the so. episode that aired today, and you said you didn't yeah. have any words. So yeah. good I job, really pulled crazy. them all out of my butt. And coincidentally, all 20. 5,000 words were butt, so well, it's a great your nano novel. is becoming miraculous. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus just possessed me and wrote 25,000 good words. Wow. Well, that's, that's interesting considering that our next yeah. episode to release, we have a whole conversation about how God is dead. Oh, so good. Perfect. Jesus possessing you. I mean, this is all spawned by Kyle, who is writing a book about God. It does all um, track. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 So Tracy, how many words do you have as of today, November 16th, the 16th day of NaNoWriMo? I do have good news. <gasps> not great news, but I wrote 313 words before this. Yay! So I've officially started NaNoWriMo. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm so yeah, happy. So have, yeah. you, have you done the math to find out how many words you need to write in order to hit 50K? <laughs> Just what I did on the last episode, okay. but I decided today that my census is literally the halfway point that my alternative goal is now every day I'm just going to hit the regular word count goal. Nice. So I, I should end up fair. at the halfway point by the end. All right. And you know, my like secret hubris goal that I'm hoping I can pull off is that I double it and actually just finish it. But we'll see. Kill yeah. your ego. Just yeah. stick to the 1667. But that's okay. That's what I've yeah. done. My ego is dead. I have destroyed Good. my id. Excellent. Really? That's what you need to do. Uh, yeah, I'm completely zen, and I don't know how many words I'm going to end up with, and I don't care at this point. Yeah. So how that's many do you have right now? Right. Can I ask? I am happy to report that I have written since the last episode, good. so that's good. good. <laughs> and I'm at 15,336 words, which is fine. It is 10,000 words behind, and that is okay. So That's not completely undoable. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I should see what I need to write. Hold on, let me see. Do you have like a mini stretch, like a mini, not stretch goal, it's like the opposite of that, like a mini (laughs) shrinkage goal for yourself? (laughs) No, it's more of just like, just write when I can. And if I can't, that's fine. Because that's kind of just like what I've had to settle on. So I'm trying not to even set a goal, but just kind of to just continue regularly writing, which hasn't necessarily happened. And that's okay. My line was going up and now it's like kind of flat on the... Mm -hmm. NaNoWriMo website. But if I write 2,311 words per day starting today, then I will make it by the 30th. Mm -hmm. And it says if I keep writing my average of 958 words per day, I'll be finished on December 22nd. Neither of those things is going to happen. But that's what the website (laughs) is telling me. Okay. I mean, that's not... So, uh, th- like, I know that your goal is at this point is not necessarily to hit 50k, but like, would you say it was like 2300 words? Yeah, somewhere in there. It's not so undoable yeah. that it's like, yeah. wow, I am 6000 words a day would be completely preposterous. Yeah, anything like under 3000 words a day, like doesn't intimidate me, even though I'm not doing mm-hmm. it anyway. But right. it's <laughs> like, I'm not scared yeah. of that. Yeah. <laughs> because I can do that. It's just that there's other things that I also want to do. And I also want to have time to not have a melted brain. And so right. that requires not necessarily writing 3000 words a day. But yeah, Aaron, what about you? How okay. are you doing? So right now I'm at 20,823 words. So I did cross the 20,000 mark last night. Yes. Which I'm very happy about. I am slightly less than 6,000 words under. I'm at like 5,800 words. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Under where I should. That is inspiring. Yeah. And all I have to write is 1,940. No. I wrote down (laughs) 19,451 that's a lot I think of words that per day. One is maybe actually a slash, like a per day. So okay. I think it's oh, 1,945. That's more okay. reasonable. That's doable. Mm-hmm. And I've been sense, yeah. writing 20 to 70 words over the, hey, you have to write this many goal good. the past few nights. So every day that's that good. number gets the teeniest bit yeah. lower. That's yeah. what we like yeah. to see. Yeah. So I'm actually feeling sure. for the first time this season, I am feeling pretty mm-hmm. good about where I am. Like, I know where the story's going. I'm excited about what I'm writing. I'm actually getting words out. I feel like I'm kind of back in a groove of where I'm supposed to be in terms yeah. of, like, sitting down and putting words on the page every day. And that's, so, that's the most important part. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm, I'm feeling very optimistic at this point, which is a big stretch from, I think, every other episode that I've recorded today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's I'll great. Say. That's yeah. really great. And honestly, that inspires me because that that mm-hmm. feeling of being like, okay, I'm only this many behind and it's right. like a doable number of words behind and you're like, I can catch up. That makes me want to like, like maybe this episode is the start of my redemption arc. You know, and then like this weekend, I'll just even though I'm having my baby shower this weekend, and there's lots of things to do before then, maybe I'll just write also instead of my baby shower. And then I'll just do all of the words and then I'll be caught up. And I'll be at 20. No more than 25k. One of your characters goes to a baby shower, turn on voice to text. (laughs) I just completely record everything. Yeah. 
there it is. Well, yours is like a come and go sort of baby shower. So everyone yeah. who comes in, instead of signing a guest book, they just have to write a paragraph in your novel. Okay, no, but that's incredible. That would be I kind of want fun. you to do that, even if you don't use it for nano, just because I want to read the rigmarole that would be produced <laughs> by that. When you're like, I'm writing a novel about a medieval times writer and a farrier. <laughs> Go. You, you must you all do what this. You think should happen. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'm just. I'm. I'm sorting in my head which friends and family members would be like, "Fuck yes, let me get my paragraph on," and then the ones that would be like, "No," because that's the the two <laughs> options. I mean, so, I'll yeah. send you a paragraph. I would love that. I'll also count it in my own word right. count. That works. Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we pool all of our words. Then we we're, we're almost good, there. Probably. Yeah. 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 I am not pulling my weight at all, but maybe I can get some more somewhere. I'm telling I'll you, check in the couch cushion. And a picture is worth a thousand words. I did start a new one yesterday, yeah? actually. You have eyeballs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I don't like it very much. Show us but your uh, eyes the last time we recorded. I did bring some if you want <gasps> I to. I want to see your eyes. Yeah. Can you please take off the blindfold, Tracy? I want to see your eyes. <laughs> I had to remind myself yesterday that paintings also have a first draft because I was going and I'm just like, I do not like where this is going. I'm like, no, I just have to get something on the canvas and then we'll continue from there later after That's I've beautiful. had time to sleep on it. As so anyway, this is one. Person, that blew my mind a little bit. It never occurred to me that paintings also have a first draft. Yeah, it's wild, actually. So that's oh my gosh, I love that. That's pretty, and I love that so much. Yeah, thank you. This is a creepier one. I should, I should definitely post these. Well, now I want to see all of them. I know, I want to see all of them. That one was like I only have three, so this is pretty. That one was like a cool pink eyeball with some colored dots and like tree branches. This one is an eyeball that has stripes on the skin around it and a stained glass mosaic (laughs) in neon behind it. Yeah, this also very cool. Me think of like a big cat, and I don't know why. Ooh, but like this is like like jungle cat type big cat. (laughs) Yeah, this is fun and vulnerable, but mostly fun. (laughs) I've never been part of an art critique before, but this is like what I imagine it is. Oh, do you want an art critique? Because I can give you an art critique. (laughs) Like, no, no, no. Here's my art critique. They're all identifiable as eyes. You did it. Good job. That's good. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. That's the most critiquey I get. (laughs) And then this is my favorite one. That's my favorite one. So pretty. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Yeah, it's like kind of like a standard eye. It doesn't have Mm -hmm. kind of the more. What's the word I'm looking for? Wacky. I guess surreal. Surreal. I think is the word I was looking for. It It looks to me like if. Someone drew an eye and then handed it to Picasso to color in. Yes, that's exactly what it looks like. And I don't mean that like, uh, it's Picasso and it's abstract and crazy. <laughs> I mean, like the color choices that you made are very similar to the color choices that Pablo Picasso used in his works. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like, like legitimately. And the sort Thank of you. mosaic. The highest compliment. <laughs> organization of the colors because right. like yeah. the eye is clearly an eye and then the mm-hmm. i guess background instead of being a face is right like kind of a patchwork of pretty colors yeah, yeah i like that one a lot thank you for allowing me to share those with you thank I you for sharing them. thanks for sharing them they're great <laughs> yeah it's fun so have any of those particular eye pictures that you have painted inspired anything about your story yet 
Like, is there, like, do you look at one of them and be like, okay, this person that this I is, like, has this vibe or whatever? Yeah, so I wish I do this all the time where I'll get really excited about an idea, but I'm like, no, it's not time to start yet. Mm. So about a month ago, when I did my interview with James, I, like, had all these ideas. I was, like, really excited, and then it was, like, alive, and I've just kind of lost that since then, so I haven't been, like, as into them, but it's also helping me just, like, usually I'm too precious about like painting and art and stuff in general Mm -hmm. so it's helping me just push that out of the way Mm -hmm. and when I just started writing today I didn't specifically look at them so I guess the short answer to your question is actually no (laughs) wasn't my goal okay (laughs) but maybe we'll get there okay I was yeah Yeah. I was just curious if like because the purpose of the paintings was to inspire characters and I was curious if that happened and how that played out yet and yeah. it's fine if it didn't, because that is what the artistic process is. So. That's so true. I still want that to happen. So I'm going yeah. to think more about that later. But cool. Well, I, I think they're to write lovely paintings. Today. I can Thank never so paint something like that because I don't really know how to paint. So that's Same. awesome. The one I said reminds me of a big cat. I think it might actually remind <laughs> me of Joe Exotic. Like, not a cat weird. per se, but, like, a weird cat, <laughs> big cat having person. Because I'm okay. like, this, like the stripes and the... Uh-huh. Yeah. He's known so for now his I'm actually face. incredibly insulted, so I do quit the podcast forever, but thank you. Yeah, well, oh, no. I mean, you know, that was the goal. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, Tracy. I love you. Please don't quit ever. Oh, no. Let's... She dropped the mic. Oh, no. She walked out of the room. It's just Daisy on the podcast now. <laughs> meow, meow. So let's talk about process for other folks. Yeah. Namely, Aaron. So <laughs> you... <laughs> Went into this and you had to, because you were telling me about your idea before all of this started. And then I was like, oh, so like, what are their stakes? And like, what's, you know, what's like the big, I don't know, the big twist and all that stuff. And I know you've talked about it a little bit on the podcast, but I'm curious, like how it's been sort of developing that because what it seemed like to me was that like, you didn't have like a full outline going in, you just kind of had an idea. And I want to know how that's been going. Yeah. So when I started this, my idea was, She does, they both do like YouTube type videos and hers is pretending that his fake boyfriend channel is her actual boyfriend. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's, that's the book. That's the idea. Mm -hmm. Also, they have first names. So (laughs) now, and I can't remember if I said in the last episodes or not, kind of the, some of the stuff that I've come up with surrounding that. So the stakes now i'm still kind of fuzzy on exactly what his stakes are but he has just moved from new jersey down to virginia to start this job as okay like a video editor slash producer so he needs to succeed so he needs to succeed his stakes are much lower than hers he's like Mm -hmm. i want to do well at my job i want to make some friends i want to because it's also since my book also takes place roughly this coming winter and spring the pandemic is still sort of there. So there's a lot of like, we sure. can't just go out clubbing to meet people. Like I have to figure out how to make friends when I have a very limited pool of people to to pull from. And Caleb and Annie don't necessarily get along great at first. But once they do start to get along, he's like, okay, well, now I have my brother, my brother-in-law and her. Those those I are the people podcast. I hang out with now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the people I have to hang out with. And so if I screw it up with any of them, I have no friends and there's nothing to keep me here except for my job. 
that I may or may not like because I work with some of these people. So his stakes are lower and fuzzy, and I will mm-hmm. figure some more out for him at some point. But right now, right. her stakes, I can't remember if I told anybody that this has shifted into a like legitimate fake dating uh, romance where mm-hmm. he pretends he leg- he figures out that like what she's been doing and he's like okay so here's the deal you need a date to your sister's bachelor slash bachelorette couples weekend retreat party and Weird. also the wedding yeah. and so I will be that person for you also her sister is marrying her ex right so I love that there's that's a, delicious yeah. so there's a lot of <laughs> That's a good word, delicious, I agree. (laughs) Like, I need to keep my job so that I can not have my parents and my sister view me as a complete failure. Like, I lost, you know, my sister's always been the perfect one. I lost Owen, and she ended up with him. I can't also lose my job and Mm -hmm. have to move back in with my parents. So she really needs to keep up this ruse of having this boyfriend. Mm -hmm. But her, she has started doing a series with Caleb that is sort of a like answering relationship questions from the perspective of, quote, a girl in a relationship (laughs) and a single dude. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, And so what they're going to end up doing, I think I'm going to have the, like, editors of the, or the owners of the website or whatever, cancel her solo series and only have her doing this duo series with him. And probably something is going to, implode and she's gonna have to decide do I want to keep working with him in spite of this massive breakup that we've had or whatever or do I quit and move back home and kind of start from scratch Mm -hmm. so yeah I I just like went into a fugue state (laughs) so I'm now back to earth it was Um, all very coherent I'm glad it it was coherent It's fascinating. I don't know if you've talked about this before or not. So if I ask and you've already talked at length, you can skip my question. But how did you like what was your process of deciding to have the pandemic be part of the story? I was going to ask a similar question. So this that's perfect. Yeah, great. (laughs) When I first came up with the idea, the idea was that he had been doing this like boyfriend ASMR channel as like a, hey, I know people are super lonely and people, like, they're stuck in their houses. And these boyfriend ASMR channels have been a thing that's been around. But I feel like during the pandemic is probably a time when if they were going to take off, they would. For sure. Because there are a lot of people who, you know, normally would be out dating and they can't do that when there's a deadly virus going around. So kind of from the inception, the idea was to have it be centered during during the pandemic and then have them Mm -hmm. starting to go back to work at the start of the story. That makes sense. Yeah. How has it been like writing about the pandemic? Because I like to write contemporary, but that is extremely contemporary. (laughs) Right. Even just talking about it. Yeah. Is it is it like, is that difficult? Because, oh, I don't know, or is it fine? Because that's just the reality that we've been living in? Or, mm. you know, I'm just curious, like, how it's felt to write about things happening in the pandemic. Yeah, it's it's been interesting, because I have a feeling that if and when I do get to a point where I am ready to pitch this story, the pandemic-centricness of it may backfire on me. Like, it could mm. well be that people are like, nobody wants to read romances that take place during the pandemic. But it's not... yeah. So, I mean, it's it's going to – so this this 
couples bachelor weekend is happening, I think, in like February. It's over President's Day weekend. So Mm -hmm. far enough into the pandemic, it's February 2022. So it Mm -hmm. will be like basically everyone who's going to get vaccinated has been vaccinated. Masks are not entirely necessary when like when you're in a like at, at this bachelor thing, probably nobody is going to be masking up in the house that they're all staying in, right, even though they're right. not really all part of each other's bubble. Like they're all, vaccinated. but they're all vaccinated. Yeah, yeah and right. and honestly, Caleb and Annie are the only ones outside of the bubble. It's mm-hmm. a bunch of it's like three other couples who are members of the wedding party, and then Caleb and Annie who are also members of the wedding party, but they don't live in that town, so they're the ones coming in from outside of the little bubble. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's been interesting because it's mostly been a bunch of like random one-offs. Like she put on her mask and walked out the door or, you know, he was realizing that, you know, his numbers had dwindled some since the pandemic was kind of becoming like people weren't locked in their houses anymore. They could go out and start dating some. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's little there are times because it's nano where I'm very heavy handed with the we're in the middle of a global pandemic and lots of people are dying. So we have to make sure that we put on our masks, even though we're vaccinated. Yeah. And that's just a function of I want to put words on the page. Right. Like that's definitely going to be cut later on. Yeah. Not for nano. Yeah. No, for nano, it's all words are good words. I think that if you do end up pitching this to people, the fact that it's not a story about the pandemic yeah. is will work fine. Like, yeah, that'll be yeah. fine. You're like, look, it's contemporary. It's like actual contemporary. And it's also not about the pandemic because nobody wants to read about the pandemic. Right. But I think that reading about things that maybe have arisen because of it yeah. is more yeah. palatable, at least to me. <laughs> but right, like, yeah. It's caused so many things to change, so it makes sense. Right. Like, your story just makes sense that yeah. right. this feels like a natural product of the pandemic. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like with when you are writing contemporary fiction, you can only avoid the topic of the pandemic for so long. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, we're almost two years in. So yeah. if you don't talk about wearing masks or whatever, it's either an alternate universe where the pandemic didn't happen Hello. Yeah, that's or, mine. yeah. or it's, <laughs> it's pre-pandemic, which yeah. both of those are fine. And like, I've I have definitely read stuff that has come out since the pandemic that doesn't touch on it. And I'm like, this is awesome. I have to like, I don't have to like right. suspend disbelief or anything. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. pretend this was, you know, it's an alternate universe or whatever. I think mm-hmm. all my books, all my contemporary books from now on are only going to take place in like between 2000. 12 and 2016 that's what i've decided interesting okay yes. because that the was... last four years of the obama administration yep <laughs> I think and we were fair. we were far enough along in technology and social media that it wasn't complete trash yet but we still had things that look like how we have them now and yeah. then all of the bad stuff hasn't happened yet so that's i've just decided that all of my books take place right in those four live. years yeah 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 <laughs> my pre-wham juice perfect NaNoWriMo, i was writing like a time travel book where this woman oh, like basically wakes up one day and she's like 18 again and it's the day she's leaving for college oh wow and i was basing a lot of stuff on my own college experiences back mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. 2001 to 2005. <laughs> right. And then I was like, I need to bump this up some because like, 
texting is going to need to be a thing. And so I'm like asking uh-huh. Liz Zirkel, I'm like, okay, you're a few years younger than me. Like, <laughs> I'm g- like, what was the music that people your age were listening to when you when you were in college? Because I was still listening to the shit that I listened to back in high school. Yeah, which was not the shit that most people were listening to when I was in high school. So I am not qualified to Write this story. That's so funny because normally it wouldn't fucking matter. But the fact that it's a time travel book is like you have to key into that stuff to be like, no, we're in a different time right Right. now. And that's hilarious. Also, that book was very bad. It was like that was 100% like I was going through a thing. And that was like me working through it. So it was important. Even if it was bad, it was important. Yes. Yes. I could never write time travel anything. Time travel Mm -hmm. stuff just immediately throws me into a place of confusion and anger about the paradoxes. (laughs) And I just can't handle it. I actually beta read somebody's time travel romance. And that was. Oh, my God. Hard. Mostly because I should have known that the time travel part was going to be a problem with me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I was like, okay, but this and then this and then this. And I was like, okay, I know that like I'm supposed to be suspending my my disbelief here. And I was like, but still. <laughs> like, So I was right. pointing out all this stuff. I don't know. My notes were probably terrible, but Well, no, I feel fine. like if you're writing a time travel thing, like that's a good thing to have beta readers point out. Like, hey, you have these inconsistencies in the time travel magic. Right. You know, if you are going with this you can't also do this other thing that is at odds with it right absolutely like i love time travel stuff and i am perfectly willing to just pretend that like the butterfly effect paradoxes and stuff just don't Mm -hmm. happen unless it's something that is built into the story like i james and i talk all the time about 11 22 63 on like every every podcast (laughs) you really do we're ever on (laughs) i don't know if we've actually taught if the two of us together have talked about it on this one but that's one i have to release a special episode for real that's one that builds in a lot of the paradoxes where like you can go back multiple times but every time you do time resets but Mm, there's a that's lucky but but the path that you took before continues in like an alternate it's like string theory like you know if you go back in time and you save this person from dying in that timeline they get saved from dying but then when you go back to present and then come back again unless you save that person again that person is still on track to die and every time Mm. you save somebody or change something major it like royally fucks up other things down the road. It's really interesting. And time does like major events in time do not want to be changed. Like that whole book hmm. is about like stopping the Kennedy assassination. Right. And it's really, really hard to do that because <laughs> time really wants Kennedy shot in the head. Right. Highly recommend that That's book fun. to any of our listeners who somehow <laughs> have not heard that James and I highly recommend that book. <laughs> That's great. So it'll be interesting to see where we all are when this episode airs I in know. a week and a half. Yeah. Well, we'll all be full of pie because it'll be Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Oh, that's how we should have started the episode. Oh. Being full of pie like, or eating scrap pie. It, gobble, start gobble, over. gobble. Thanksgiving. Eat, eat, eat your you words, know. kids. That's right. That's our closing. That's how we'll close it. Gobble, yeah. gobble, gobble. <laughs> eat your words, kids. <laughs> that is great. For me, that's pretty much it like i'm i'm feeling good about where i am i am on track Mm -hmm. to complete nano Mm -hmm. because y'all's egos may have left the building but that's all right (laughs) my my ego is taking up enough space for all three of them 
I'm like, perfect. I can perfect. do this. It's less than 2,000 words a day. Now, will I be up until one in the morning? Yes. Every single night? Yes. You're a trooper. Only You're a trooper, 15 Aaron. more days. Yeah. Well, and I've also yeah. learned that I, I've been working on this massive document at work. So, like, I work mm-hmm. on that until the kids go to bed. And then I work on it for about another hour. And then it's writing time until I pass out. And if I try to write in my bed, I do pass out before I hit a thousand words. If I wow. sit on the sofa or in the kitchen, I can go much, much longer. So mm-hmm. I am not allowed to write in bed anymore. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I only write at my desk. I can't yeah. sit on the couch and write or I'll just pick up my phone and do something else or uh, like it has to be at a desk. Otherwise, it's not happening. Yeah, I guess sometimes in a coffee shop, I still get distracted too easily, though. I do get distracted easily at a coffee shop. But yeah. I did go to a Starbucks mm-hmm. the other day. And I was like, wow, this feels so weird. Yeah, normal and weird all at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get great work done but i did get some work done and it felt restorative that's That's good good. so maybe i'll take myself out to a coffee shop this weekend yeah that's a good idea that's a good intention to set yeah that is i like that last week yes three days ago whenever (laughs) (laughs) time is nothing it's yeah time time is nothing that is yeah i will go to a coffee shop this weekend and pound out some words pound some words right into my keyboard straight onto my document and uh <laughs> aggressively <laughs> just aggressively write this just book so caffeinatedly I love yeah it. and uh it will be very good and so that's that's my plan i've decided Excellent. that's a good plan to have thank you what about y'all what are y'all gonna do this weekend to write your book it's <laughs> a great question i think my intentions are to hit the word count every day the regular one the 1667 and get a start on a book that's my intention awesome i love it that's (laughs) an excellent intention it is i think i'm gonna just kind of try to keep on keeping on like what i've been doing weirdly seems to be working for me all of a sudden so i'm just gonna keep doing it now i am very tired (laughs) yes such as nano but you do have kids too so i think that Well, and it's funny because in the past, (laughs) I haven't been working. I mean, I'm not working full time, but I'm working, you know, 20 hours a week editing. And like half the time, Mm -hmm. by the time I'm done with my hours for the day, I'm like, I don't want to sit in front of this computer. You don't want to look at it. Yeah, absolutely. So luckily, I have a work computer, so I do get to sit at a different computer. Well, there's that. So that's something. And I have found that like writing on my phone is good. I wrote a bunch on my phone on Saturday. I think just switching up the mediums yeah is helpful for me mm-hmm. that's good so yeah well if it ain't broke don't fix it yeah it yeah. it it was broke but then it got dunked <laughs> it together and now it's working properly so it is functioning yeah, now it's functioning so i'm just gonna <laughs> keep hoping that duct tape holds <laughs> Well, I guess to wrap up, I do want to just mention that our You Should Be Writing Your Novel mugs are on sale for the rest of the month at 15% off. Extremely cool mugs. I always use my mug when I'm writing my novel because it's good motivation. It is a black mug that when you pour hot liquid into it, turns white and the white reveals the message, You Should Be Writing Your Novel in all caps. Actually, it might not be in all caps, but it does tell you that. And then on the other side is the <laughs> Wet Hot American Moon Juice podcast logo art, which is gorgeous and was put together by Tracy using lots of stock image options. And I love it. So make sure you check that out at scavengersnetwork.com slash shop. 
and then you'll see our stuff. There's a more specific link, but I don't remember what it is. I'm really good at selling this mug. Hey, you're doing great. <laughs> so you you until... have sold it more than I could have because I would have been like, we okay, have a mug. Good. I guess Google it. <laughs> Find it in your own time. All right. Well, shall we close out with some social medias? Yes. Let's close yes. out with some social medias. I can be found on the social medias at Unabashedly Aaron. I can be found on Twitter at Adil's Warlock. And you can find me anywhere online at Morgan Spatola, which is S-P-A-T-O-L-A. Thank you so much for listening. Lovely, lovely listeners and writers, fellow writers. Y'all have a great Thanksgiving. And Assuming or if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, a great day, just a good day in general. <laughs> Eat, treat yourself to some kind of good food today, mm-hmm. regardless yes. of what you celebrate, because you deserve it. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's sure all I've got for now. That's much better. I was just going to gobble, 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 gobble until they like, cut me off. <laughs> yeah, like we always say on this show, gobble, 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 Are you an author who has met their word count for the day and just can't stop writing? Are you a non-NaNoWriMo participant and you just want to have in on some of the fun of writing? Are you just a fan of the show and want to show us how good you are at putting words together? Then you can tweet at us at whamjuicepod or write us an email at wethotamericanmoonjuice at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Have you been writing all day and the last thing you want to do is type any more words? Well then give us a call. We have a hotline that we check and answer any questions or comments you might have on a subsequent show. Presuming, you know, everyone remembers and everything. It's it's a, a foolproof system and the number is, oh, you're saying, oh, James, I already know the number. I've been listening to the show since the beginning. I know the number. Uh, uh, uh. We have a new show number and it is 860-HOT-WHAM or 860-468-9426. Call us at the new number, hear the old message that I recorded two or three years ago when we were all so young, so naive, but we still wanted to do a voicemail thing. That is 860-HOT-WHAM. Give us a call. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused treasured content.